not you win this thing. You've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here. It's Monday, which means it's a Dudney Monday. Somebody's going to win $50 from Dr. Dudney as we do that every live show on Mondays. It's also Charity Charge. At participating Buffalo Wild Wings, Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association is the beneficiary of today's Charity Charge. So go have some great food at participating Buffalo Wild Wings and 10% of food sales will go to Charity Charge. It's a great partnership with Buffalo Wild Wings. And as Bubba said, I think we counted them, it's a win, 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 win. Because all we do is win. Speaking of Bubba, he was part of Jacksonville State football this past weekend. Uh, we got to recap that. That'll be part of the show today, plus your phone calls, 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, let's bring him in. Other two good ones that will complete the three. Oh, and don't don't forget, uh, Eddie Van Adler, he is already up and here, and he has got YouTube live in HD. Let's bring him in. Send over to my left, Mr. Greg Burgess, right in front of me, Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Good. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. I'm good. Everybody good? Now, the fact that I forgot my bag is not good. Yeah, Greg said you texted so, me. said something about you mm, going to be right on time. So I, I pulled out. Blazer, blazer, blazer shirt. <laughs> I, I pull out, and... I get it was only to the end of the subdivision. And, well, that's good. And I'm that's like, comforting. and I needed something, and yeah. so I go from a bag. I'm like, oh no, oh no. So I turn around, and I know what's about to have to happen. When I open that door, that alarm is going to sound, and everybody in the house is going to wake up. Of course, the boys don't; they never do. But Terry comes out, flying out, you know, oh, yeah. what's your? And I'm like, hey, honey, I'm so sorry, but I knew I've got. There's, there's no way around me not having my computer today. 
if it would if there would have been, I would just said, hey, forget it. And but I just had to make the call. I'm waking her up, and you know you hate that because she, I'll talk I'll talk to her later today, and I hope and pray she was able to go back to sleep. But I just hey, it's on me, honey. Sorry about that. I'm and you're trying to turn off the alarm. You're trying so hard, and it was. Uh, but it takes still takes about five six seconds. At least you know where your keys are. I had to wave Greg, wave him, like you know, yeah. like I was kind of waving a plane down this yeah, morning to get him to unlock the door because I, I don't know where my keys are. I think they may be in my golf bag. I think I may have put oh, them there boy. Saturday morning when I got out of the car and hadn't got them out since. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know where my keys are. <laughs> They're not on your car key, right? You, at least you know where your bag is. You went home, got it, and come here. I don't know where my keys are. But you know, you know when you look in the back seat and you're looking around, you're like, "Oh, surely I put it somewhere." I know. No, I didn't. You know, I've done that before. I've actually got here and thought, "Man, I didn't get my bag," and then got out and there's the bag sitting there. <laughs> that's bad too. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, I, that's happened. I didn't tell y'all happened what, a couple times. I didn't tell y'all what happened to me Friday. So <laughs> I'm coming to I'm coming to work and I kept thinking I saw something in like in the back of my in the back of my truck. But it was like I would see, you know, I would see something almost like out of the corner of my Ripper, eye from, yeah. from the rearview mirror, and then I, when I turned around, it wasn't there, and it messed with me the entire trip. Okay, then finally I get off the exit and I'm coming down, and I catch it, and I'm like, "Gotcha!" And I turn around, and it was a moving blanket that I forgot that I had put back there, and it was trying to Kept fly peeking out, up. and it was it was uh, <laughs> it was still it was caught underneath one of the ties that I had in my back okay. seat. Just going back and forth to storage and stuff because uh, of just moving furniture and different things sure. we're going to put there. And it was so it was hanging on, but every now and then it would go and it would come back down. <laughs> it and it bothered me the entire the entire way here. Which you don't care, Greg, but that's not, that's fine. I mean, it, but you know, one of those things like, am I seeing something? Yeah. What, what is that? Somebody coming. Up is there a car beside me? No, yeah. he's not there. What the heck is that? Finally, uh, finally, I I called it like, gotcha. All right, I got it. There it is. Pulled over and was like, "Wow!" And I got lucky. I almost just flew off. Went across somebody's uh, windshield. Yeah, that'd be my luck. Yeah, yeah. Mayhem. So what you <laughs> Yes, I would have been mayhem. You're yeah. all over that. <laughs> I, normally, those those mayhem I'm spots Speedy's blanket are, are bips to me. But the the last one or two have been pretty funny. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty. Good. When he's, he's parking good. cars. Parking yeah. car, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take your money. <laughs> That's so true. Just come on in here. Speaking of mayhem, you know, we've been, Braden's in this 3D cast thing. Yeah. So we got a new one in. It's broke now. We can't, evidently. I just we'll, me and you, I don't think 3D cast well, are very good. Well, Amanda said yeah. last night. Well, here's the problem, though, Greg. Maybe they, for an adult, but not a kid. They tested it out. Well, there's and, no way. And we're the only one. On we're the only ones breaking them. What? Hey, it was in pieces and on our coffee table last night. And I'm like, what happened? And I knew it had a crack. He had already cracked it. Oh my God, his arm's never going to get wet. <clears throat> and so he's he's in a splint now. No, he's fine. His arm, well, I, I won't, I won't say this? that online. How about this? 13-year-old boys, that cast is bad. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. You think, know what I mean? Well, I mean let's, not, let's not put it on boys that are on between people. 10 and 14. Yeah. Put it on a, somebody. It, you know what I mean? It just seemed like that, that age is maybe a little bit too rough for that. He went and chipped and put a little bit. I want to say it was Friday. I'll be pretty and and he and he showed me a crack in it, mm-hmm. and then at church yesterday he shows me another crack in it, and then I I went I worked in the yard yesterday for like three hours and when I got done I came I came <laughs> in I saw him walk outside because Maddie for some reason I had some water going to and some areas that were just dry, and I look up I'm out there with a the blower I look up she's nearly got her clothes off she's in the sprinkler, Mm-mm. and I thought. 
goodness gracious, child. That's our, she's a handle, boys, let me just tell you. <laughs> and I look up, and Braden's on the swing, and he's got the splint on. And I thought, now, why is he wearing a splint? Why did we take the cast off? Well, I know why, because I went indoors, and it was in like six pieces laying on the coffee table. I mean, uh, hmm. So the 3D cast thing, it may be great. It doesn't work out for us. Mm. That doesn't sound like it. Amanda said, are we going to go back and tell him? I said, well, he's supposed to get that off this week and go to a splint. I said, he's not really hurting or have any discomfort. Let's just not tell him and show up with it in pieces and whatever. Tell him it happened, but we just left him in a splint. We weren't coming up here this week. Because they've seen enough of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Like we've interrupted we their day. We got what we need. We're just we've interrupted their day way too much. Okay? And so we don't need to do that no, again. No, no, no. Um, speaking of kids, I ha- you just brought something up that reminded me. This past weekend, um, JC had gone to the uh, Alabama game, uh, Alabama-New Mexico State game with a couple of friends. And, you know, of course, and then Tyler's not home. Don't ask so, Coach Saban about whether it's competitive or not. Yeah, yeah, Go we ahead. don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> At some point during the big show, we will play those two clips yeah. uh, today. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, so Saturday morning, I'm, I'm in a rush to try to get some things moved to storage from the house. And, you know, if you if you want to watch the 2.30 game, whatever – Hey, how about this? If I don't finish, that's not the end of the world. But that was my goal. Hey, I'm going to get out early. I'm going to get some stuff done. Yeah. And so I had told Reese, hey, hey, I might need your help a little bit. Uh, the, the front bedroom, uh, you know, we, we need to move everything out of that into storage because we're not going to use it at the other house. I'm talking about bed, you know, chest of drawer, all, all that stuff. So he's like, okay. So he gets up and and I, and I back the truck up to the front, you know, right around the front door. And I'm like, all right, here's the, here's the deal. This is kind of what we're going to do. And so he's a trooper. He he helps me or whatever. And then it's over. And he goes, in a very business type voice, he goes, all right, I got an hour and a half. Um, if I'm getting, is it ten dollars an hour or what? He starts negotiating with me like right. like he like I'm he's an employee. And and I and he goes, all right. So if it's so what do you, you think, maybe $15, $20? What, what do you think is fair? <laughs> and I look over at him, and I started laughing, and I said, do you know if I'd have told my parents oh, yeah. after he asked, if my dad asked me to move something, how much I'm going to get? <laughs> I said, do you, are you serious? He goes, what, Dad? I, oh, I thought, you're not paying me? And I'm like, well, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to pay you. We're going to grab lunch on the way home. Yeah. How yeah, about that? I allow you to live in the house. Yeah. There's a payment. <laughs> Am I going to pay you three three meals a day? <laughs> but he was so serious. Oh, yeah. All right, Dad, I got an hour and a half here. If it's $10 an hour, $20 is probably too much. Dad, I like right? his angle for trying. Give him some credit. I said, buddy, you might be pretty successful here. But, uh, no, I'm grabbing us lunch, bud. <laughs> so I'll let you live rent-free. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it even. <laughs> and then comes back to me a little bit later. Hey, Dad, you thought more about that? How much am I getting an hour? <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. 22 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. It is uh, a charity charge Monday and a Dudney Monday as well. If you're headed to the Golden Ticket seat, you can win $50 from Dr. Dudney. We do that every live show uh, that's on Mondays. And um, we also have charity charge today benefiting uh, 
Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association. That's uh, who is benefiting from today's charity charge. So participating Buffalo Wild Wings will donate 10% of all food sales to the charity charge. So go out and have a great uh, lunch or dinner. Enjoy your, your, your time with family and friends. And uh, know that you're doing great because uh, Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association does great work. And uh, we, uh, we talked about the youth pastors that are going to get the reap the benefits um uh from the charity charge uh money and uh so it's just going to be a win we'll talk more about that when the rick Rick and bubba get here but i just wanted to make sure we announce that early so you can make plans today if you want to i know we're going to talk a lot of college football today but i want to bring up some things that that i want to know if y'all are aware about and it has to do with college football that i didn't know about that caught me off uh by surprise this week and then one thing that is really bothering me about college football okay first of all Y'all have heard me talk about Sewanee, University of the South. In mm-hmm. Tennessee, the kids have been to the tennis camp the last two years. Right. Yep. Did y'all know, I did not I did not know this, did y'all know at one time they were a power football powerhouse? Was that 18 what? Well, listen to this. Yeah. Right, you so be a long You know time. how we're doing these 150-year <laughs> anniversary? Yeah. Right. Well, evidently, uh, I don't. they're doing more than just the, the main documentary they did, and I don't know if it's called Saturdays in the South or – Football in the South or whatever, but I woke up early Saturday morning, had me some coffee, was flipping channels, and this was on. And it was talking about um, Sewanee. I mean, they did this whole thing. When when you think football in the South, you think Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, LSU. That's what you think about. But they did this whole thing on Swanee, and they talked about this run. I think it was right at the beginning of 1900, maybe in 1899. John Heisman years, whenever that was. Yeah, okay. He was at Auburn when this was going on. Okay. They got – listen to this. This is how different it was back then. They got on a train, okay, traveled 2,500 miles, six days, played five ball games, and won all of them in shutouts <laughs> against Texas A&M, hmm. LSU, Auburn. Um, I think Georgia Tech was one of them. Texas was one of them. And it was a story that I no one could believe was going on, and I thought, how have I not heard this? Like so when I, I when I took the kids to the tennis camp, why didn't somebody say, "Hey, you know about that football run they had?" They yeah, have for like real. A historical marker up or something. Man, I'd have I, well, I think I, they do. Flapping like in it, the wind. it kept showing pictures of the the university and the campus, and and I was like, I was just up there picking the kids up a couple of months ago, and I didn't know about this. Hmm. What in the, the world? Powerhouse one. I did not know this, Greg. Well, how did and now they play Division three football? Yeah, and uh, oh, they do. Yeah, but but and they play on the same exact field right now as they did back and then. And They still travel by train. <laughs> but think about that: five games against those schools yeah, right. in six days. That's um, yeah, twenty five hundred miles on trains, mm-hmm. and and pitched a shutout in every one of them. Wow, Ali <laughs> against the the best. So that was one thing. Okay, I did not know that. The second thing, not won't take as long, but I had no idea. Huh. Had no idea Randy Moss had a son playing for LSU. That's right. I'd forgot. Okay. And he's uh, he's good, by the way. I forgot right. that. Did y'all know that that, I know, that tied I, in just, named Moss is Randy Moss's son? No, and I didn't know Fournette had a little brother that was he running did. back. He sure did. I didn't know he that. He sure does. Yeah. So and, and look out for the Moss. He's really, really good, too, by the way. I do. I remember reading that now. And here's what else I'm going to say. And y'all may not agree. I think y'all are going to agree with me, mm. but I'm going to take it a different step. 
If you have a turnover chain, a turnover pencil, a turnover Mardi Gras beads, or turnover anything the, that you the wear after a turnover, the one I've ever seen. I the hope you lose. Is the dumbest. I hope you lose and have diarrhea after the game. Yeah, well, everybody's yeah. gonna I lose. Am, I am done with turnover anything. I am too. Yeah, I give. You We've that. taken this when thing. I looked up Saturday and saw a turnover pencil. I still the don't size know what of the will of meat. I thought, what uh, in the world yes. is going on? Yeah, you're right. It is as long as a, as a first down marker. That's how long, it how was. tall it is. Oh, yeah. And then it's you got to sign it. Yeah. Or over sign it. Because my point is this, and, and whatever, but we have these huge celebrations, and it's nice when you get a turnover anytime. But like I, I, I pointed this out the other week, the game's just started. You're over there throwing a celebration like the, you've won the ball game because yeah. you got a turnover. Well, look, I want the percentage of after we gave out the chain, how many times we turned it into points. Right. You know, That's yeah. it. Stuff yeah. like that. I mean, then but, maybe give a chance in the game. Can somebody explain but, the pencil? Well, I, I, I don't, I don't now, know. We're all trying to outdo each other. When we come was it Tulane that had the Mardi Gras beads? Did I make that up? Uh, no, I don't somebody know. Somebody did. That. I saw it. I did see Mardi Gras beads. I think it was. Beads. I think it was. Then. Was it? But here's the deal, like, and you know, you know this point. The, the pencil, whoever came up with it, is probably somebody that everybody's scared of, like on the staff, maybe in the head coach. And you know what everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's sharp. And you know none of them hate it. Right. None of them no. like the none pencil. None of them like it. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I, I could not Turn over. Here's I... a pencil. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> don't think. Don't think. Just, why don't you little, celebrate all you can when you win the game? <laughs> right. I one know. play. I mean, that's good why it happened. But, but that, that, we're going to celebrate one play and make a big deal about it? It was uh yeah, so that that was over. my frustration on Saturday okay. with college football. You, so was that turnover that anything. and the fact that Kansas got beat. Oh, Dang, Coastal Carolina took Are it. Are you Kansas. serious? Coastal yes. Carolina, so they're one and one. I told you I'd let you know what's going on, and I want to I want to make something start. clear too because people I'm not watching them unless it's a big game, yeah. like a Big Twelve battle or something. I didn't watch the game, but I do know they got beat, and I heard Les Miles wasn't happy after the game. Well, I wouldn't as think you, so. As you can imagine, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, when I think Coastal Carolina, I think, hey, that's a heck of a baseball program, right? I right. don't think, hey, watch yeah. out, their football yeah. team. Well, like they haven't you. been. They were uh, FCS what four or five years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they hadn't even. Am I getting that right? F, but yeah, yeah. Now yeah, they're FBS. Yeah. They haven't been FBS long, right? For football, for football. Yeah, yeah Miles, always, yeah, Miles is one and one. FCS. Yeah. <laughs> Miles is one and one. <laughs> that gummit. Um, <laughs> well, at least you're on your Miles watch. I, I like I just, that because it'll help me because yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So that helps a lot. When I'm scanning the scores, I'm looking to see how they're doing. Yeah, but sadly, the turnover stuff, that's everybody now. I know. Now it's just, can we deal with how creative they are on whatever they're on. using? The pencil. The pencil, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 25 minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour. We're live, and we thank you for being with us. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at Casper. That's Casper.com. Better sleep can benefit basically anyone. Uh, I mean, raise your hands if uh, you have had a bad, a bad night's sleep and you just didn't didn't sleep well and and you're happy because that's that's how the night went i think most of us just really hate uh a bad night's sleep uh and so casper can really help you on uh sleptember uh that's right they, that's what they got going on right now in sleptember an entire month dedicated to rest and relaxation how about that raise your hands if you love that try right now for 100 nights risk-free Shipping and returns are available at Casper.com. Use promo code Bubba. It's going to give you $100 
toward the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com, promo code Bubba, to get $100 towards select mattresses. And, I mean, who else gives you 100 nights to try something out risk-free with free shipping and returns? Uh, you have nothing to lose, so go to Casper.com right now. Uh, that's Casper.com. If, if the reason why you're not sleeping well might be the mattress, then take advantage of this and go to Casper.com. Use promo code Bubba. Get $100 towards select mattresses. And always go to RickandBubba.com and uh, select uh, sponsors there, and then you'll see a, a full list of uh, the, the links that you can use through RickandBubba.com. Um, all right, so uh, Tennessee Vol fans, I, I know it's it was a tough weekend. Uh, looked like you had it won there, and then BYU with seconds left uh, ties it up. It, it just uh, it didn't end the way you wanted. Uh, I understand we have a bullied students, a student I should say, that made a homemade University of Tennessee shirt, and now it's going to be an official design. The, the school says. Now, first of all, he's a Florida student, so that's probably why he was getting bullied because he had, he made a Tennessee shirt. They yeah. had like. Where your favorite uh, university's day Colors, shirt, yeah, whatever, right, and right. team color day. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I'm not being mean here, but it's not a great looking shirt. No. I mean, if you're gonna make your own shirt, see, I, I never was good at drawing either, and evidently this kid didn't either. Mm-hmm. His U and his T, and he and he just took it and taped it on the front of an orange shirt, right? And uh, you know, I'm I'm not condoning <laughs> bullying, but I will say this: you step on out there with that shirt, you're probably gonna get a comment or two. Yeah, if it's your school's <laughs> not college, a great, not a great shirt. If it's if you, if it's your school's college really uh, spirit not. day, and 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 you write this up, which it looks like to me, if he's just having fun, it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot it was college spirit yeah, day maybe at he's school, just cutting up and I'm just go, and I'm gonna put that on there and and then clip it to my shirt. Maybe he's cutting up having a good time. The teacher took it. Oh, but then again, I, I don't know. So let me ask you a question because th- this is what I don't oh, understand. She said that is this so a excited. is this a troubled student that has been bullied for a long time and this was just the last thing? Or no, if you'd been bullied a long time, you'd have never showed up with that shirt. Well, I would think. Or is he just? Are, are people just kind of cracking on him because of the, the shirt? Or is he the jokester in the class who's having a good time with it and he's acting like he's so excited and the teacher fell for it? But people, there's always that too. People you know, the making, kid that always is yeah, big cut up. Yeah. But people making fun of your hand drawn design shirt—that's not bullying. We take bullying I so know. far. If if people are just raising on you because your your shirt is that considered bullying? I mean, some I girls. Know. I hate to break listen. it to this kid, but every day somebody in this room yeah. gets their shirt made fun of. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I we get bullied every day in here. If this is bullying, some girls at the lunch table next to his, and they didn't even participate in College Colors days, made fun of him that he had attached his shirt. He was devastated. Said the teacher. Again, not a great shirt. I mean, if you're gonna do that, you need to make your U and T a little better. So the university says the shirt's being sold on the school's online store, well, and the design has been so popular since it went viral, it had, it charity. crashed it crashed the server, See, according to the university. Again, here People we go. trying to buy here it. Here we go. And I know you are thinking I'm being mean. I'm not being mean, but how about a little dose of reality every now and then? Yeah. Okay. And here, and here it goes. Proceeds, uh, okay, a portion of the proceeds for, from each shirt will be donated to anti-bullying charities. Well, that's, that's good. That's, the the that's school good. has said. Mm. Well, they need to do something because they're not winning football games. That's what I'm saying. It's no. kind of indicative of the way the team's they're playing. Lo- they're shirt. looking for something. Like if it. this is the quality they're looking for in they're a shirt, oh, my goodness. They're um, looking for something. And and it's not going to get any better, guys. I don't know if y'all have seen their schedule. Yeah. They lighten up and play Chattanooga this week, but Chattanooga, may they may, the way this is going, they may beat them. But let me tell you the run after that. Mm. They play Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Alabama. 
Hello. I'm going to tell you this. So they, five, they, four out of the five are going to be – it's going to be, what, one in six yeah. before this thing's over with? The product on the field, one and they're going to pan to the stands and people are wearing this shirt. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. just going to be, be a perfect – It's going it to explain a lot. Hey, yeah. you know who else is in a handle? Um, Chip really... Kelly at UCLA. Yes. Okay, and yeah. and <laughs> yeah. you you brought up that I mean, just his face. It's almost like what what am I doing here? What, what, what yeah. what's happening? It's not going to work. No matter and what I do, it's not working because because they're zero and two, and they went through their <laughs> schedule the next five or six games, and it is horrific. <laughs> and, and y'all, his Golly. face. God love his heart. His face was like, what am I doing standing here right now? You know, think mm-hmm. think about where he was, and I look. If you and some people that are level headed, they understand. Look, I, I took over a program that was so far gone, it's going to take three or four years. But now, in this, everything's got to be done now. We got to oh, yeah. win now. Yeah. We don't want to wait for anything. You know, you just wonder if the fan base will give you that much time. I know. Well, the problem with Tennessee is they've been doing the whole waiting game for, for a while have, now. Yeah. And I every mean, time since they make Fuller, a change, it's like, okay, now. Since Fulmer left, well, guys, it's, it's not. It Butch has Jones it. had enough time that yeah. he should have. You yeah. would have thought, okay, you would think. because he was there long enough. You would think. And it just, I don't know. <laughs> but like I say, this shirt pretty much sums their season up so yeah. far. And again, I'm not being mean, but let's let's you know strive for excellence a little bit. Say, so if you want to make your own shirt, it needs to look better than that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I, I watched. I, I went over and, I'll and get I dabbled. Email for that. Yeah, I well, dabbled. nobody took the kid and threw him that. in a locker. Punched him and threw him in a locker and said, "Hey, the shirt, you know." Some girls made fun of. Him. I'm gonna yeah, say that's this: what I'm that's, if, if Taylor would have walked when he was little, would have walked in and said, "Look, Dad, I made my shirt. I'm wearing school. I would have made son, fun of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I love you, but you can't wear that. No. I, I, exactly. But I got to go back to this: is somebody making fun of something you're wearing? Is that bullying? I, I feel like well, we're, we're, to, we're all in. No, I feel like me, we're no, using that no, that term and. It is w- it rude? Yep, maybe. It's probably rude. If you jerk? see it's hurting sure. his feelings, and you, I mean, if he's laughing it up, that's one thing. If you see it's hurting his feelings, you're bad to keep pressing. I'll give you okay, all that. So you're not a kind right. person. But if you walk that in, doesn't stop you. But I get no, it. right. But if he walks in and I'm at that age with that shirt on, mm-hmm. I think he's just kidding. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, look at that. And again, guys, I'm not saying, but you have to the possibility he may have been playing it up. Yeah. Trying to be funny and then trying to act like he was devastated. Sure. I mean, if he had, boy, it really hit me. <laughs> I'm just saying I had friends that would have done that. Yeah. They would have acted like they were <laughs> devastated and that their feelings were hurt. Just all was a big goof. <laughs> but, yeah, because that's every day in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, I need to. We I just all, don't. This, this, should not, this should not be a national story, Mm-mm. period. I give you that. There's a lot of other things going on that need to be front and center of a website, and this is not one of them. No. I'm sorry. The parents failed this kid. The teachers failed this kid, and the kid's friends failed this failed him because right. they should have said, "Hey, buddy, not let's not do that." Mm-hmm. But you know how things early on, everybody's like, "Oh, give this thing a couple of days, and either it, it's real and what happened happened, and people took it way too far and hurt sure kids' would. feelings, or it was just he was having fun and and grew up his own little shirt and." I'm and sure we'll they'll have out. a GoFundMe account for him. Well, for that's yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's coming. I don't know. Where I'm we sorry, are. little Johnny. I mean, you need to make a better shirt. Yeah, like that. we're putting links at rickandbubba.com. Once you get settled for the day, you can go there and, and see the shirt yourself. It looks like uh, something that um, he just did on, on just real quick. I think my grandson Ellis could have done that. Ellis is eight months old. Right, he could have. If you'd, have, if you'd have held his little hand and helped him, yeah. probably. probably. I think he could have. We'll take a break. We'll but he come wouldn't back. want to wear it. No, we're live, and uh, we thank you for being with us. Don't forget it's Charity Charge Monday. 
Uh, 10% of food sales goes to Charity Charge today at participating Buffalo Wild Wings. Get ready for the emails we're about to I know, get. I know. I'm gonna, hey, you know what I'm going to do today? Bow ya. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about it. Bow ya. Bow ya. Bye. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. We're back 11 minutes till top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour break. Charity Charge today. Uh, 10% of food sales goes to Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association. We'll be talking about that all day, participating Buffalo Wild Wings. A um, couple of stories from this past weekend. We've been looking back. Sadly, uh, we have to report that the uh, death toll uh, in the Bahamas from Hurricane Dorian is now at 44, and um, officials and residents both know that that will dramatically rise, uh, yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, that's where we're at. That's, that's sad news coming out of the Bahamas. Um, also, uh, I see over the weekend uh, the drama in the NFL. Antonio Brown and the Raiders and oh, this whole thing, and, and now he's going to the Patriots and signed a one-year deal. Uh, I think $15 million, <laughs> $10 million guaranteed. Uh, he, he gets about half the money he was going to get. I, I just – I'm never a – you know, now you've trained me to to really be observant, Greg. I'm not always one to go, okay, something's up here. But the way he played this out, what did he have? Why didn't he want to play with the Raiders? I don't know because it's obvious that he tried to sabotage that entire deal. It's like he was I, I, trying to get yes thrown off the team from day one. From day one, and, and he would and he would do these bipolar crazy things where yeah. I'll act up and then I'll give a heartfelt apology. And all this, like that's what you know. We all saw. Gave an apology. Mm-hmm. Raiders said we're going to play him Monday. That and then happened. The next and headline is he he tweeted out, "Release me." Yeah, now, police. And they said, me. "Okay." If I'm wrong here, because I didn't follow the AB story all weekend, he apologized Friday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gruden said Friday night he'll play Monday. Yes, yep. everything's good. Yep. And when we wake up Saturday morning, he has he has put on Instagram or Twitter, one of the two. That he wants to be released or traded, mm-hmm. right? And by noon he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the bizarre. Yeah, that's so, it. that's pretty it. World. That's so it. for some reason, I do not want to play at thirty million. But now suddenly I'm going to show up and play at fifteen million. Right. And whatever reasons I didn't want to play, I guess are all gone now. And I'm supposed, and I'll believe it when I see it. He's not there yet. No, you know, he wasn't available yesterday, but he will be the next game. Uh, he put I, out I, him all the things that were keeping that. me from playing. Wh- where did they all go? I mean, what's what, what's different now? Right. I'm I know saying, this. I'm making less money. That's different. Yeah. And don't forget, the Raiders gave up draft picks to get him. Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, they were mid round, but still, those those are important. This was and a look, and look, the Pats wanted him, but the the Steelers wouldn't play because he they didn't want him going to a rival, <clears throat> and so the the but the the Patriots were in one at one point really wanted him. But now the Patriots get him and didn't have to give up anybody to get oh, him. Yeah. Well, this and the Raiders were they wanted they got rid of Amari Cooper. They bring yeah. Brown in because they want to see if Jay Carr is really their guy. Like yeah. if we can't tell what a quarterback's like, if he's any good, if mm-hmm. he's supposed to be our guy, right. if he don't have anybody to throw the football to. Yeah. Well, now they're in that situation again without him. 
And they played this tonight. This is the most bizarre thing. Now, I heard Gruden say, and this may have been part of the Friday night thing, or maybe it was I read it somewhere, where he, he believes that Antonio Brown is one of the most uh, – how did he put it? Um, mistaken, uh, misrepresented, missed something that he's human being that he's ever met. Meaning he was in favor of – how did he say it? Mis- I don't know. I'll come up with it in a minute. Misunderstood? He misunderstood. Uh-huh. He said, thank you. He said he was the most misunderstood human being he's ever met. Now, well, now we got to go, we gotta go from his, his actions, though. Let's go from Antonio Brown's actions. I know. He's, I agree. He's the one that put all this out on social media. Get You know, release me. Listen, they, hey, kissed, hey, his by, butt. By the they way. kissed his butt the entire time he was there. Yes. The, even though you know the helmet thing, they were thinking, put your stupid helmet right. on. They right. said all the right things. And then all of a sudden, when he quits showing up at walkthroughs, and the GM got Mayotte, said yep. something to him about it, he blows up on him. Supposedly calls him a cracker, yeah. or something, whatever. No, no. And then I don't know. That's bizarre. It's the most bizarre thing. And, and, and here's what's play. funny. And now, don't get me wrong. We're not going to have to get a GoFundMe account because he's losing money. But you're going to go play for half of what you were going to get paid. Probably mm-hmm. win a ring, and <laughs> he will be as squeaky clean and a stand-up gentleman you've ever seen. Why he's there? Well, if he won't, he'll be gone. I know. That's what I'm that's, saying. Well, look, is, uh, is we have I got news. Uh, oh, Gordon. What's the one from the Browns? Yeah, they kept they've been suspended like six times. Yeah, he played really good last night for the. Yeah, he got, did. Yeah, you got he really scored. did. You got him. You got now. You can have those two and Edelman, and and it's just going to be. But that's the thing. He shows. That's them. what's funny. It's funny how these guys that act that way. They know who they can push and who they can't. He may do great there because Moss was the same way. He showed up there and did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, and his first year just lit it up. Because they're, I mean, they're the Patriots aren't going to put up with it. But yeah. but I don't understand. It's it's almost like. He wanted out, and he was doing everything he could to get out. And his agent, and I'm not saying that it is he, that this happened, but it's almost like his agent, before he said, release me, secretly contacted the Patriots and said, all right, if this happens, are you picking him up? And, and it, just, it just seemed strange. And now the, the general manager, I thought, it, I thought it was pretty funny what he said. He said, you know, when I asked other general managers about getting Antonio Brown, they all laughed at me. And, yeah. said, and said, hey, that's a big mistake. He said, but I stepped out and I, I did yeah. this, and I'm regretting it now. You know, and, and, that, and I wonder if that if this means if this means was. the Raiders will be pretty either. good now that they got rid of. I, I don't know. We'll see. They, there's two Monday night football games tonight. Um, I'm going off memory. I want to say it's the Saints and the Texans in in the early one, yes. and then it's the Broncos and the Raiders in the late. Correct. One. And so, uh, so there'll be two Monday night football games on tonight. Speaking of the Patriots and Belichick, did y'all did y'all see the interview? He, you know, when he does media, it's it's comical to watch oh, yeah. because there's no personality. There's At well, all. there is a personality. It's just different than most yeah. people that would do a press conference. When they ask him if he was excited for the season, did you hear what he said? Mm. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I like football, and I like football season and everything mm. that comes with it." <laughs> that, that that was it, That's and it was in that it. monotone. Just uh, yeah, I like football season, and, sure, and, and football, and yeah, everything that comes with it. <laughs> Next, you know, G- Gronkowski's doing his media tour and stuff. Oh, then for, there's for a, a rumor he's stuff. coming back. Just yeah, that. I did him and the CBD oil. Yeah, uh, and that, and so he's doing he's doing it for that. Uh, but um, he said that you know you could you really couldn't go off how um, he treated you as a coach. Uh, because if so, it would just drive you crazy. He said there'd be days we'd be walking down the hall 
and he wouldn't even look up and say hey to me. He said he'd just walk right by me. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, coach, what, what's up? Everybody's, you know, yeah. so we just never know. Uh, but, yeah, he'll he'll definitely be in line on this one, and I'm sure there's things in his contract that says first time you act up, you're yeah. out. So we'll see. But now Antonio Brown is – I really wish he could have played last night. Yeah. But you said there was some kind of cutoff date, deadline, yeah, that he did, right, that wasn't right. met, and so we'll have I to wait till next week. Al Michaels with the line of the night who had uh, the, the Patriots game last night, uh, he said they showed like Antonio Brown's Instagram account where he showed that he was landing and then he was sitting in a pile of money. And Antonio Brown said, because he, he had just landed, he was on a flight yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And um and uh, Al Michael said, "Well, I hope he didn't. I hope he didn't have any baggage because he's carrying enough with him right now. That's anyway, he was something point. about yeah. all the baggage he's uh, carrying with him. And he said, well, there'd have been a lot more money if he had stayed with the Raiders because he's getting yeah, half. He's exactly. getting half of what yeah. the Ra- I, something's going on. I don't know what it is. It I don't know sense. that we'll ever find out. But and we're supposed to go now. He's ready to play. Right after all this. Okay, we'll see. Is this one of those things where he he's looking like he wants to play maybe one or two more years and and be done with it? I don't know because don't he looks know. like he's done with football now. Yeah, he, and mm-hmm. my thinking is, hey, I want to go somewhere and win a ring, maybe yeah. two, and then call it quits. Maybe. And this is I've got to take know. less money and do this because you're right. He will be. We will see a clean cut <laughs> version of AB that no one has ever seen before. Yeah. If not, he won't be out there. No. They won't put up with it. No. And normally, unless I'm missing somebody, there have have is there anything not worked out with the Patriots as far as players that act up and go there? Like I say, do we have evidence of that? Moss went there sometimes it doesn't a, work. His first year know. there was uh, he it may have been the best year he's had. Yeah, right. Quietly, and it was you, quiet. If you're able to make Gronk and Randy Moss behave, you can you can manage pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you really can. I I, I don't know what will happen, but some other NFL news. Uh, I see where Nick Foles, he was, had his uh, Jaguar yes. debut and broke his collarbone. So While he's throwing out. a touchdown pass. Yeah. yeah. And then, slammed, uh, too, he did. Yeah, he did. Boy, boy, let me tell you. And then um, also uh, uh, with the Chiefs, Hill, the speedy one, didn't he break, break yeah. his clavicle He too? just signed a big contract, too. Yeah. He, he got hurt. So, uh, well, so y'all know a, what the year is. It's the year of the Cowboy. I had they look good. Dak Prescott was showing out. I'm just glad the Browns lived up to all the hype. <laughs> How about Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott? I guess is it, he showed up. He said, I, I'm in good good cardio shape, just not the, the whole you know, physicality of, of the preseason, yeah. kind of getting your body acclimated to that. But he seemed to do okay. I think he's all right. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Dot com. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. We can't wait to talk to you at 866 We Be Big, our national anthem today. Here's Rockefeller. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. Who's brought stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight? Or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming? 
this red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Whoa, say does that star-spangled Eight minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We got a lot to do, and we're going through it, baby. Another hour, another day, another week. Uh, the kickoff hour gave you Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy Adler also helping out with the YouTube option there. They all four will roll forward now. Uh, your phone calls uh, will be taken by various members of the program today. We do not have a student for the fall semester on Mondays and Tuesdays, but that means you get to talk to the boys. Uh, but we will still talk to you today. A lot to do on the program. Uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge going on today. That is benefiting uh, one of our favorite ministries, the Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association. And it will be, uh, we'll take that in earmark it for their Youth Pastors Conference. Uh, so you'll be investing in youth pastors when you go out and eat at the participating Buffalo Wild Wings today. Uh, so be sure and go out and do that. Uh, across the way, uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive is standing by and ready to go. Most of you know him better as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Burgess friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba. Well, you fight for you, I fought too hard, but I do it all again, me, it's come too far, you never needed me. There's old Tom Petty and him heartbreakers. Bubba, how are you? Rick, I'm dandy. How are you doing? Well, we got a lot to talk about from the weekend, and uh, we'll we'll start unpacking all of that. Uh, I will tell you that um, uh, we've got some gold from Nick Saban today. You know, anytime uh, you know Spurrier's retired, so we we have to look around. And, and I don't know. <laughs> he that, still gives you a little bit every now. Yeah, and then. I don't know if Leach has got anything for us today, but uh, Nick Saban <laughs> delivers. Um, you know, one of our favorite things is to ask him about when they play. Uh, these non-conference games, and uh, and they're not very good teams, and people won't stay for the games. And uh, look, I got news for Nick Saban. I have great respect for you as a coach. I truly do. I think you'll go down as 
maybe uh, if, certainly one of the best. That's easy. That's with zero reservation. If not Rick, this the, day and time, the probably, greatest. Probably the best. But, look, it, it, it was 97 degrees with a heat index of about 101, 102. Uh, I, I was out in it. Uh, you, get, you, you scheduled a, a game that nobody cares about at 3 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, central time, uh, when it was 1,000 degrees. And asking people to stay for that in that heat is just – it's just um, it, it, it is unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. It's just unreasonable. People leaving should not offend you. No. No. Not in not, that not, particular situation. Not, not in that situation. It, it was unreasonable. It was not because they don't care about the players. They don't get to play as much. It was not because they don't care about the program. It's not because they didn't care. Not about, apathy. Uh, about, about, yeah. about, about recruits. They were burning up. Yeah. It was miserable. My own son – uh, who uh, they, they had to, you know, like a pretty good game in Starkville. He said I couldn't sit out in it. It was a two thirty game. He said we left. Yeah, it was. It was just. Uh, I, I know my middle one went to the Alabama game and they left it, 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 just because of what you said. It was so hot. It's just miserable. Okay, so the game's I, over. It's I under, hot. I understand the bigger yeah. point you're trying to make, but it doesn't apply to this situation because no. you're not taking in the misery right. of sitting out in that and something that's not entertaining. I mean, and and that's. Uh, be thankful. There's a lot of teams that trust me. You go to the game for that team. There's never a game that you're comfortable enough to leave. No. Uh, but uh, so uh, so so anyway, it's um, but that you're being unreasonable. Okay, you need you need to come off this. You know, uh, it, 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 this is an unreasonable request. And and it's uh, and I understand about people don't want to play Alabama. I mean, we've made that point on this show. Yeah. Maybe you have to start writing checks to Penn State or somebody. You know, normally you didn't have to pay those kind no. of things. Maybe you go to my home and you home. Know, you know, that, that's a great question, Rick. We were talking about it in my office before the show today. I know that the Division One schools usually pay the 1AA or the FCS or whatever. I still call them 1AA teams yeah, to come play. Can they pay Division One teams to come play? Yeah, evidently they do. The, the Like the uh, when uh, Georgia State beat. Tennessee, I think they got nine hundred something thousand dollars. They sure do, mm-hmm. and I understand and their division. I think that I think FBS, I think Auburn wrote the check to Tulane. May have I think no, Tulane probably. got a check. Of course, that, the lower tier ones. Yeah, that, I, I, you're right. The players. FCS guys obviously get it, but even the right. lower mm-hmm. tier FBS goes. Get it. I think sometimes if your team can give you a better game, if they'll play an elite one double A versus a really really bad uh, mid major division one team. I, I, I mean, well, I, I would I would rather see Alabama. Play North Dakota State, the New Mexico State. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I'd like to see that. And, and the way. argument is the reason they do this, and like I say, even their other D one schools is because you won't give them a home and home, so they right. got to get a payoff somehow. Right, we're coming yeah. there. Yeah, you're not coming to our place. Okay, we'll just give you a million dollars, so we don't have to come. Yeah, yeah. we're just going to start playing. Well, why not? Why not? Can't we play Nebraska? Or I that's what I mean. Can't or, you just go play? Or, them? I mean, you don't have to go. You don't have to play. Clemson I think that most time, of those but, teams are going. Keep your money. I don't. No, you're right. I have <laughs> open date. I'm not playing Alabama. Right. Matter of fact, I, what about this? What if? What if we decide? What if we? They don't need the money like this. If you're if you're Alabama, could you do a home and home with Clemson? Play them. See, in, that's what you got to t- No, but in the same season. Let's do it like the <laughs> NFL. Really good. Let's yeah. do it like the NFL yes. does with their division teams. There okay? it is. Well, play I, them once in Death Valley, once in Tuscaloosa. That, well, I got and that story. takes up two. Op- that takes oh, two weeks that people would love. If Alabama and Clemson will play each other in the regular season, we'll get to them play again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, that's true. Well, I got terrible news for Coach Saban because the next home games you have are going to be USM. Old Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas, and then finally November the 9th, you host LSU. 
But prior to that, I don't see a lot of people well, sticking now, you around. You may not well, have well, a look. If you other may SEC schools can't measure up, that's not his fault. No, you're right. No, and it's also no. it's not his fault. No, I'm not saying the no, scheduling. No, I'm just saying they're going to be interest. leaving early. Yeah, yeah. I'm there, just, there's not going to be a 500 team in there. Yeah, you you can't mm-hmm. help that has it. a winning record. Nothing you can help about your conference being weak, and nothing you can help about people who won't play you. But I was told, told Bubba earlier. I was told. Now this is not a reliable source. Let me be clear. But when I look at it, it may be something to it that the kickoff classic this year. At Chick Fil A, was. was supposed to be Clemson, Alabama, uh, because the Clemson had this conflict with this Georgia Tech thing for ACC Network. They were using that for the ACC kickoff, and then when they went to the rest of the ACC, only Duke would play them. Oh, okay. Because but, that kickoff classic has historically been an SEC versus yeah, ACC, and they team. wanted to, they wanted to keep that. But when yeah. they went and said, "All right, Clemson can't do it," because Clemson wasn't afraid to play them. Obviously, we saw the national championship <laughs> game. They literally said, we have a conflict. We can't do that date. Yeah. And so they said, well, we still want to keep it pure, ACC versus SEC. Yeah, because we were all like – And when they went, when they asked the other ACC schools, they were like, we're going to take a pass on that. But Duke said, hey, we'll play. Yeah. So they, they didn't – I kept thinking – Because you remember years I kept ago thinking, hey, That's not a reliable source, but it makes sense. It was not a reliable source, but it makes sense because – yeah, you know, I remember us saying, "I can't imagine me being." Yeah, the Chick- how did that ever happen? Me be the yeah. Chick Fil A promoter going, who, "Who stuck us with Duke, Alabama?" Yeah, and what I understand is that was not the original plan. That's just what they got left. And, with and think about time. what we've seen past years. You've had Virginia Tech play Auburn. Virginia Tech played Alabama. You've had Florida State, Louisville, Auburn, Louisville. You've had that. so that that appears to 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 be correct. They wanted another ACC school to play Alabama, but nobody would. But Duke and Clemson had a conflict. And then we see that they did have a conflict. It was at Georgia Tech, you know. The kickoff, kickoff of the ACC of network. the ACC network. Yeah. They, want, they wanted to use Clemson to promote their own network, not give it to the Chick-fil-A Classic. Yeah. So that all that all that seems to make yeah. some sense. Yeah. Doesn't it again? That's not Alabama's fault. No, it's no, not. No. But but to ask people to, to sit out in that weather oh, for, right. for a game that bad is, is an unreasonable request. Exactly. You're, you're not you're not anti you're not a bad fan <laughs> no. for leaving that in that, no. in that in that condition. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. 22 minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Well, uh, I was watching, uh, you know, I, I went to Starkville and, uh, and tailgated there. I want to thank uh, uh, the Mississippi State uh, golf team uh, for my and, and some of the other folks at Mississippi State for sending me updated Mississippi State shirts. I caught a lot of grief last year, my first year at State with a, a son going there for wearing Sylvester, Syl, Sylvester Croom era <laughs> gear, uh, and everybody got on me saying that. That's all so, you had, Rick. I, well, I'm still getting grief about my hat, but I like my white hat because it's so hot. It's a white Mississippi State hat. Yeah, so yeah, I had good a, on a hot. Day. I had on an Adidas uh, Mississippi State shirt, which everybody likes. I'm updated, but I still had on the Russell hat. But I but but I like that white hat. I like it. Sherry's like, you got to get you another hat. I, I like that hat. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's brand. yeah. So anyway, we we had a great time there. It, it was it was hotter than. Mm. I mean, like I said, I said this before. When you live where we live, this is why it takes us so long to get saved because we're not afraid of hell. <laughs> you know it because we keep asking, <laughs> is so is it as humid as this? Yeah. yeah. You know it. We've and, had to um, deal with it. Hey, a thousand degrees, a thousand degrees. It's yeah. hot. Just absolute misery. 
So uh, it's this time of year we're really done with. It. I mean, I love warm weather mm-hmm. and all that, but we're, I've had enough. Well, I, I was looking for some nip. I need a break. Give me a little nip. Yeah, something. What, what happens? See, and I warn people that move to our part of the world. September is another month of summer. It just oh, is. It absolutely. Yeah. It is. So anyway, so ninety-seven degrees. So we made the decision that we were there to visit with our friends, and, and plus we had some new people that we go to church with, and friends that had uh, kids that are now going to Mississippi State. So you don't want to not be there the first tailgate when they're mm-hmm. coming up new. You know, into our little group. You know, the dog diner owns it, and our location is phenomenal. So, uh, and, and I worked out the deal, figured it out because I was a rookie last year. MSU catering figured it out. The catering tent and is is was from here to the golden ticket seats from where the from where we we tailgate. So I order my food there. Walk over. I walk literally to the golden ticket seats. Get my food and go sit it on the table. Perfect. Oh. So anyway, so I've got kind of got it figured out now. Okay. Got the system figured out. <laughs> so, but I ain't staying for the game. Sorry, sorry, Coach Saban. Hey, sorry, Coach Saban. I ain't staying for the game. It's a thousand degrees, and uh, I was intrigued with the Southern Miss Mississippi State matchup, but I wasn't intrigued enough to stay for the game. Yeah, okay. And uh, so, so it's been seventy-five degrees, maybe. Yeah. So we, yeah. Right. So we leave once everybody goes to the game, and so I get home in time to now start kicking around looking at the other games in air condition, which is what I prefer. I'd much rather be at home watching the game than being out of game. <laughs> so uh, if I don't have a family member on the field, I'd rather be at home. Yeah. So so anyway so we uh, uh, we're there and I had a moment that is we now have now the audio is not very good and this right. is sad let me be clear caution sad story but I but the, but there is a humorous side of it that I think that Rod Bramlett would laugh at okay okay is Speedy's secondhand embarrassment Speedy if you had watched this I think you would have ceased to be a solid matter and would have become a liquid yeah. I think you would have just fell on top of yourself because you're screaming at the TV oh no oh no yeah. how can they not know. So here comes a piece of audio, and of course ESPN's Jason Benetti's had to do an apology. Now, and to credit, they did come back from the next break and do a whole memorial to Rod Bramlett. And, that, and those of you that don't remember, sadly, this is the play-by-play announcer for Auburn that he and his wife were killed in a horrific car wreck. Um, and so people are doing tributes to Rod all season, as which is appropriate, right? And and so we have some people in the crowd. The, the, they were doing the ride for Rod, mm-hmm. which I, I guess is a, three rows. It looks like to yeah, me, yeah. and, and the audio is so bad. I think this is the actual, the actual announcement of it, or it could be this, the I'm apology. So I don't know. It's oh, so bad. filled them in on it this morning. Oh, oh, so yeah. you, you saw it. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, did I heard too. the apology and everything. I did too. <laughs> I did too. Was, I had to learn was, about it from Drunk Albie. Hey, how uncomfortable was that? Oh, Drunk Albie. Do you not agree that that Speedy would have become a liquid? Yeah. No. That's I'm spinning now. No way. Rainbow spin here. Hang on. So sadly, undoubtedly, now the announcers. I'm glad you heard it. So now you know. They start acting like that they know Rod Bramlett really well. Well, undoubtedly you don't because you didn't. Right. You didn't. You didn't tie this to Rod right. Bramlett. Yeah. You know, Rod is a great guy. We all know Rod in the business. Well, you do know he, he passed away, right? You do know that. Uh, and I'm not saying they didn't know that, but they didn't connect. It just didn't connect with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 so um, just hang, hang on. But so so, they so start I, I see. I see though. I see the three rows of students. I do see that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I and I see. I see the ride for ride uh, oh, here, boy. and this is. And then one I of the announcers uh, happens to be named Rod. Let's Gilmore. go with it, Rick. Go with it. So that confused it even more. Yeah. Well, that was the whole reason for him to make. Oh, right. You can't. He just said it. I think. Oh, here it comes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're spelling your name. 
They've got a heart for you. I mean, that's oh. just for you. For me? It's beautiful. Oh. oh, my goodness. Did he really alive. think it was for Rod Gilmore, or was he being funny? They I know he didn't there, know. I know look. it didn't dawn on him what it really was for. I'm not saying that. Well, what, what else would you think? I mean, mm. I oh, no. Hey, look at, they even got a heart for you, Rod. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he had a tone that he was jealous that they didn't put anything of him on. Mm-hmm. Oh no! This was one of those things too, where again, oh, it wasn't. Mal- they didn't. They didn't they know. They, they, they just it wasn't just malicious and all that. But it, now, but it, it was is, lazy you know, insert- that they didn't know. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of some of you people that went to Twitter and some of the things you had to oh, say about goodness. ESPN and Rod Gilmore was a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never heard such uh, outcry, especially uh, even after they came out and apologized. You you still continued to beat up on them. Not defending what they did. No, it no, was no. lazy, but they didn't do it on Malicious. purpose. They, they didn't say, hey, watch and, this. Yeah, and look, uh, y'all have done it. We've done it. Yes. When you are oh, yeah. doing a ball game like that, and especially on TV, there is so much going on, and they have to be so well prepared. Look, something could get away from them easy. Oh. I, I don't hold that against no, them. No, and, and I want you to know that, too. I was, the reason why I brought it up is because I – don't think Rod Bramlett would either. I, the reason why I brought it up is I, is because I, things like this are very oh, uncomfortable. no question. Huh? It, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't – like you said, I don't think it was malicious. I don't think the reaction toward them that, that is fair <laughs> – but it, but it, we it, know how speedy he is with these kind but it of was, things. It was very, very awkward. To make it worse, you I had, a, you had, to play back. You had it, people on Twitter audio. saying, hey, you should have seen the pregame, the Jumbotron, you idiots. And I, and I got to thinking, I've done it. I've been in a booth. You don't watch the Jumbotron. Yeah. Then I saw – the what yeah. they did, and yeah. I thought, wow, how you missed that? No, that's where I was. <laughs> it was pretty special. What Watching they did. this, if I could do like an Avenger with powers to jump through the TV and get in the boot, yeah. I would have tackled him. Yeah, I was screaming. <laughs> I was screaming at the television. No, I just kept screaming. Somebody no. save him! Somebody Rick save him! Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big as a number. Thank you so much for being with us today. Much to do going forward. Uh, excited and uh, about to go in. And I've done this for the last two days, and uh, about going and fix me another one. Uh, we have this powder here at the studio now from Superbeats.com/slash Bubba. Uh, the benefits, and we've talked about this a lot. Beets contain nitrates. Nitrates support better blood flow. Better blood flow equals better energy and efficiency throughout the body, and it even supports healthy blood pressure. But let's be honest, not many of us want to sit around and eat a bunch of beets. Uh, and, uh, I mean, some of you, I guess, are okay with it. But And then some of the beet juices, you're kind of like, hmm, nah, pass. So uh, this is where superbeets.com slash Bubba uh, kind of fills the gap there. All the benefits uh, that come with eating beets, but you don't have to eat so many beets because this powder – uh, it's like taking three whole beets and eating it with just one scoop. Uh, so that, that gives you that uh, nitric oxide that you're looking for, but you didn't have to eat three whole beets. I can't even imagine that. Uh, but anyway, and it's been highly, highly tested. 11 different clinical trials, Bubba. Uh, it was even given the Science Award uh, by the Nutrition Business Journal. So this is a great product. And you can try it now risk-free for 90 days by going to superbeets.com slash Bubba. That's a free 30-day supply, free shipping, and free nitric oxide strips to test your own 
nitric oxide levels with the very first purchase. So superbeats.com slash Bubba, or call them if you'd rather do that, 1-800-876-5213, but mention Bubba if you call them. Uh, also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com there under the sponsors button. Breaking down this weekend, NFL kicks off, college football continues to roll, so a lot of football. You're going to have that with us on Mondays. Uh, we're, we're big football fans, and, and we enjoy it. Uh, so Nick Saban is one of our favorites. Uh, we always love anytime someone annoys Coach Saban. And um, apparently, uh, Alabama, when you have the kind of success that they have had, it's not like people are lining up to play you. So you get your checkbook out, and you try to fill these non-conference games. And to, to nobody's fault other than the rest of the competition in the SEC, the SEC still the top-tier teams um, uh, as good as anybody, but the mid- to lower-tier teams, have, they're not really living up to the hype lately. Uh, and so there's not anything they can do about that. But one of the things he's been upset about is people leaving the games early during blowouts. Um, I think that request at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at 97 degrees is unreasonable. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm willing to persevere through LSU, Alabama. I'm not willing to persevere through this for New Mexico State. I'm sorry. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I heard some people even saying, I'm not even going uh, and then other people. This is the game that people Rick, get to it go. Was, Rick, it was really hot. Yeah, it was really Look, hot. Look, I, I, I was shocked the number of people that I know that I'm talking about are big time fans of filling the blank, not just Alabama. Yeah, big time fans of college football teams that had these afternoon games and they didn't go. They were just like, yeah, and they weren't premier matchups. Don't misunderstand mm-hmm. me. If it if it was, a, but these are people who go with every game, no matter who they're playing. Yeah, that didn't go. Because of the weather, because it was just so hot. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Saban was asked about. Uh, the- he was asked about the schedule first, mm-hmm. and then it went into the students. Okay. And so it's a couple of minutes of gold because <laughs> we're always looking for something. Oh, like I, this, I, 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 I love it. What do you think of? What, um, what do you get out of a game like this? And do you think this kind of level of competition can get you ready for an SEC game a week later? Well, look, I've talked about this before. All right, so. We, we try to schedule the best teams that we can schedule, and uh, we're trying to do that in the future as well. Um, but we we have we can only play the people who are willing to play us. I I've said my opinion about playing 12 Power Five schools. That's what I would rather do. So, but a lot of other people don't agree with that. I'd rather play 10 SEC games and then play two other Power 5 schools. So all the games are exciting for the fans. All the games are good football. You wouldn't have to go undefeated to get in the playoffs because you'd play a more quality schedule. I've been through and covered that ground a hundred times. Get mad. So do I think we can get better in games like this? I do. If you approach the game right and you practice the right way and you prepare and you have the right focus and you play to your standard, you can get better playing anybody. Would I rather play other teams? No disrespect to New Mexico State. Their coach works hard. Their players played hard. But if it's my philosophy that we should play 12 Power 5 schools, I'd say the answer to that would be yes. But that's a philosophical answer. All right? And that's not the way it is. All right, so I don't know why you would ask me that question, as if I could do something about it when I can't do anything about it. So we're playing the best teams that we can get to play us. <laughs> why don't you start calling around and see if you can get somebody else to play us, and we'll play them. We'll play anybody you can get to play us. 
Yes, yeah. Are, are you, were you disappointed that the students cleared out early today, or do you give them a pass because of the heat and maybe the score of the game? Um, you know, look, I, I've talked about this many, many times before. You know, I think um, it enhances the value of our program if our stadium is full and people stay for 60 minutes in the game. All right, so from my standpoint, I always want to see the stadium full and I want to see people stay for 60 minutes in the game. You know, we expect our players to compete for 60 minutes in the game. I'm not satisfied with the way some of our players competed in the fourth quarter, the second team guys and all that. So, I mean, I'd like to see them get supported just like some of the, the people that you know, are fun to watch. All right, so um, I would love for the students to stay there for the whole game. And I know we've tried to enhance, you know, the, 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 with some of the things that we're doing to try to get them to do that. But that's a choice and decision they got to make. Uh, but all these things affect the program, all right, because, you know, people come right. and we have recruits here and they want to see a full house and all that. So everybody wants to be a part of the team. Everybody wants to be number one. But everybody don't want to do what the beast does. Everybody wants to be the beast, but they don't want to do what the beast do. So everybody's got to make a sacrifice. Now I'm happy. You know, I mean, you want to be the lion? Everybody got to do something, hmm. right? Everybody wants to be number one. If I ask that whole student section, all right, do you want to be number one? Nobody would put their hand up and say, I want to be number four. <laughs> They'd all say, we want to be number one. But are they willing to do everything to be number one? That's another question. You can ask them that. I don't know the answer. Getting to ranting. You done? You done? <laughs> well, you got one more. You know, I, I really, you know, I, I'm trying to coach our team. I'm wondering why we lost contain. You know, when they ran a damn zone play. <laughs> I, I, I could care less about that. I hope that there's something that we could do that would enhance their wanting to stay and have the spirit to stay and all that. But I, I don't really know much about all that stuff. You know, that's not my cup of tea. Trying to figure out how to stop, you know, snag seven flat. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's, really, it's really a shame that you can't enjoy a 62 point, or what was it, 62 to 10, whatever, 50, 52 point. Let's just say round figures, a 50 point win at home more than that. You know, that is a shame. Well, it goes back to this. He really solves all problems by what how he says things should be. And I think he's one. He's right. He's 100 right. 100 percent right on the part about play 10 SEC and then two power fives. And I like his point he made. He said that way you don't have to go undefeated to get in the playoff because everybody's playing good teams and, and the voters and, and the people deciding this can take that into account. See, right now, since some of your schedule is weak opponents, if you don't go undefeated, then you can't even really be considered or you may get a one loss. He said, but if we were all playing good teams, you would have more exciting games for the fans. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't – every little game wouldn't you know, be, if, well, if we lose this, then we're out. And it would make everything more exciting. He's 100% right on that. And you know what else? You also wouldn't have the student problem either. Mm -mm. It would solve all the problems. Uh, but the – Well, I, I don't know if you – you know, some, some of the – even, like you said, the SEC schools right now are going to be – they're going to get beat pretty bad too. So. Right, right. But at yeah. least – at and least – you can say we're playing in our I conference, know, you know? know? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you had power five teams on all the open weeks or the non-conference weeks, it would help tremendously, mm -hmm. tremendously. Uh, but anyway, so, but right now the, the problem is, as all of you said, I mean, there's only, 
it, it feels like to me in in Division One college football, there's really only about five really good teams, and that everybody else is just kind of, eh. you know, and and everybody else is kind of mediocre. Yeah, maybe maybe some of them will come on. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see. But you're right. If you're in the playoff hunt, and mm-hmm. that's that that's your that's your goal. Why in the world out of conference would you go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and play Alabama? That's his dilemma. That's what he's saying. He's saying no, we I, can't get I, anybody. No, I acknowledge all you know, yeah. but but if you if you are a good team and I'm a voter and and you go to Alabama, you go to Tuscaloosa and lose. I don't really hold that against you, right? But the problem, well, but the will. problem is like he said, it's stuff beyond him. I'm telling you, he said, look, you know how I feel about it. Other coaches feel that way, but the people who make the decisions don't feel that. That's way. That's right. Yeah, and that's uh, well, who are these? Well, mysterious the, people. The, the SEC uh, commissioner uh, trying to, and the, and the rest of college football getting together and saying, "Look, we're going, we're going to do, we're going to demand that you schedule your conference schedule, and then your your others have to be Power Five. Um, you know, I bet the the one double A guys don't like that because they're going to lose a lot of money. Well, then then everybody starts complaining about that, but it really doesn't. If I want the stadium to stay full when it's ninety seven degrees with a heat index of one hundred and one, and I'm kicking off at three p.m., I got to have a better matchup. <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> and that's not maybe. Different. And I know those kickoff times are, are TV driven. Yeah, but I, especially early in the year, maybe the TV folks ought to be a little more flexible with their schedule too when it's a hundred degrees out there. I mean, it was upper upper nineties, not ninety, yeah. upper nineties. But but when it when in a game like this, you're just saying, well, I'm here because I don't want to make Coach Saban mad, or my kid's going to get to play. What else would drive you to stay there <laughs> in that heat? We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It's eight minutes to the top of the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. Don't forget the Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge today. Go to participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations. 10% of all food sales goes to the Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association. Uh, And specifically to fund their Youth Pastors Conference, where they take youth pastors and bring them in and encourage them. uh, Give them a, a little bit of a sabbatical, but at the same time encourage them and send them back into the Back onto the battlefield. Uh, so uh, as uh, we come back, a couple of things uh, from the weekend. We'll, we'll talk uh, Bubba being at the Jacksonville State game along with Greg and, and Dad. Uh, Bubba flipping the coin. We'll talk about that coming up uh, in, uh, as we recap uh, other things from the weekend. Uh, but uh, we're, you know, we're sitting there uh, getting ready to head Sherry and I down to, down to Starkville. And thanks to everybody in Starkville, just such great host And 96-1 there, just uh, such a great job for the show. And, of course, people were from everywhere, and but the, the folks that were there locally, too, uh, just so kind and um, just wonderful, wonderful people. But but anyway, I do have a dilemma. Make a note. I want to ask you all about something involving tailgating uh, that I need to ask you about uh, later as we continue the weekend uh, uh, updates. But anyway, so great, and it was good to see Brooks and, and, uh, and his friends. And, and uh, you know, as I, and it was funny because I did have um, – I did have uh, – some rookies that came to remind me to tell you about that. Oh, no. So that'll come up as we continue the weekend updates, which will start next week. All right, so um, Antonio Brown. So the reason why I was mentioning the tailgating again is because when I arrived at the tailgating uh, on Saturday morning, I was not surprised to hear what I heard involving Antonio Brown because this thing with Antonio Brown, 
I, I've come to the conclusion, and didn't you say that Michael Irving, Greg, was kind of saying the same thing? <laughs> I think there's something wrong with Antonio Brown. I'm not, I don't mean physically. I'm thinking maybe yeah. mentally. Like one hit, too many. A lot of ups and downs during this scenario. This has just been the behavior of someone who's bipolar. Uh, and and I, I mean that in a serious way. I'm not trying to be funny uh, because I've, I've worked and been around people who struggle with that. And, buddy, it is highs and lows. The sunshine is too bright uh, and the stormy is too cloudy. You know, they can't seem to land in a normal range, you know, when it comes to emotions. And um, so the last thing we hear, and I, I, and this started coming in on, on Friday night. I think it went to Friday night when all that started coming in, yeah. So the last thing we hear is John Gruden, who's been more than understanding, okay? And, I, and I've watched some of the hard knock stuff, so I've watched the whole deal. And he says, Antonio Brown – We've worked out the disagreement that we talked about on Friday with the he's in. Uh, with the general manager. He's in. Not only is he gonna in, play he's Monday. gonna play Monday. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, late on Friday night, I start seeing the story breaking that now Antonio Brown has gone to his social media and his Instagram and has put on there a phone conversation with John Gruden, has some kind of weird statement underneath it. And all Gruden is telling him is, Hey man, we love you. Uh I, hey, look, let me just ask you, you want to be a writer? Yeah. I mean, do, 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 hey, if you, you, hey, we want you here, and if you want to be a Raider, let's just play. Won't you just play football? You're a great football player, and then you get some kind yeah, of weird. Wh- why was he putting it up there? Was yeah, he trying like, to embarrass the coach or say, "Look how he's treating me"? Or what? I, I, I didn't get. I didn't get what the angle was. Either. It wasn't even a gotcha conversation. You know, yeah. when you hear the conversation, you go, "Yeah, that, that's kind of what I, any coach would mm-hmm. be saying." And then, he, then he starts that I'm more than a football player, and then he makes some kind of weird statement and. And at that point, as I went to bed Friday night, and, I, and it ended up being correct, I said, and that will do it yeah. for Antonio Brown. Because you had one advocate that was really for you, and that was John Gruden. Mm-hmm. And once you've embarrassed him and, and he thinks he can't trust you, like, oh, wow, so we're going to talk on the phone, you're going to put it out on social media? Yeah. And by the way, some people are saying that he might have even broken laws well, yeah, in I, California yeah. by airing people's phone conversations without them giving permission. Uh, and recording them. Yeah, some states require that both sides of the party know they're being taped, and I think mm-hmm. California is one of them. And then, I, I just don't understand what the Raiders did where he was so miserable. Like, cause, cause other like, than give him an unbelievable guarantee contract and, and promote him as one of their highlight players for the upcoming year. Yeah, because, he's, he's been nothing but a handle. Yeah, they, they even this supported is, him through this stupid helmet thing. I and know. the foot thing. This is him. This is him getting notification that they cut him, and he screams, "I'm free!" and then starts running around in the yard like he's so excited and happy. Yeah, you know, well, it's just I don't understand. Well, well one of the things I I'm free and I, I lost fifteen million dollars. The, the one of the things that I sent to Speedy when he when he sent we started talking about it one time. I said, "Do you think he planned this? It's Was it something?" But but I mean, how do you plan to get a, a deal that's not as good as what you had? And, and as you said, the Raiders have been nothing. I don't get why, it. Why did he sign with them to begin with if he didn't want to be there? Well, they, they've been nothing but it a was his only option. It's one of his only options, I think, yeah. for that money. Well, but then the rich get richer. The old Patriots just they roll right in, <laughs> and uh, and they get him and guarantee him what nine million for the year. Yeah. And you yeah. wonder how they fifteen even have salary cap but guarantee at all. Nine. You know, yeah. So here's the question: Can the Patriots take Antonio Brown in his current state, where he's acting like he's got some sort of mental challenges? And can they get him to get in the system, be quiet, and go catch the football? Well, this will be his last chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady believes so. Tom Brady has opened up his home to him and said, hey, if you want to come live here till you get settled Mm -hmm. in, and hey, by the way, we can watch film together and I can walk you through everything, 
Now, I don't know if A.B. is going to do that, but that's open. That's on the table. Somewhere I just get the picture because being a husband, somewhere his wife walks in and said, did you just invite him to say what? I know, I know. Yeah, did you yeah. just Thought invite him? Did you tell Tony Brennan? You mean the Brazilian supermodel? Uh, uh, I got a feeling Tom Brady probably has a football wing <laughs> where he lets players do <laughs> this. Right. Right. I mean, he yeah. probably compound. Yeah. 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 You got out, he'll be staying in the main house. But you, think about it. You if, go in there and Edelman's having to pack his stuff up and move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edelman, move, move, move over to room C. Yeah. He'll we, be rooming with Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Got him turn around, didn't they? Yeah. Well, that's the yeah, thing. On the way they, back, they're, yeah. they're, 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 the they're the rehab. They're the rehab team yeah. for players. I know, but this will be a test. Well, Gronk was a test. Randy Moss was a test. Right. Gordon was a test. Yeah. I mean, goodness mm-hmm. gracious. No, no. If it, if it can work anywhere, it, the Patriots have become the Raiders of old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it used to be they rehab. Every it night, used to yeah. be you went to the Raiders to be rehabbed, and they got the, your last few years out of you. Yeah. And they win a championship with you. The, the Patriots have, are really the new Raiders. The Raiders aren't the Raiders anymore. Saban does yeah. it with coaches, and Belichick does it with players. <laughs> yeah, and it it's something we really need to study and see what is going on but for this. And keep in mind, them coaching together could not save the Browns. Right, I, just, I know. I and by the way, hey, the Browns look good. <laughs> yeah. What in the world? Why, 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 do I think, why do I think that uh, Coach Kitchens is going to give us another one of his whoopty? <laughs> Uh, remember he kept, Did we have that post game? That was a disaster. Somewhere? I will say this: the first little drive, Becky Mayfer got maybe in the second drive, it was exciting. It looked awesome, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Wow, okay, the Browns are going to have something this year." Then they missed the extra yeah, point, they did. and it went downhill from there. That's the first drive, forty-three to thirteen. To really, what I don't know that we would consider to be, they're they're kind of getting better, but the Titans have not exactly been no giant slayers, no. So, uh, so anyway, um, so Antonio Brown now with the Patriots in just a bizarre. I don't. Does know. he make it through the season? Yes or no, Rick? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no too. I think he's got something wrong with it. It's just too bizarre. Yes. It's Super Bowl champ. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.